welcome to a special edition of the Club Solutions Magazine podcast. My name is Rico Francis, president and co-founder of Peak Media and Club Solutions. In this episode, we'll be speaking with Bob Surface, the newly named Senior Vice President of the Club Solutions Mastermind Groups. Bob, welcome to the podcast. Rico, great to be here and I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Uh, our purpose today is to learn more about you, uh, your history, and specifically how uh, this new venture for you can help our listeners. So um, with that in mind, let's let's dive in. Um, I know you've got a long history in the health and fitness industry. Can you tell our listeners more about your background? Absolutely. Um, that'd be a pleasure. This is an industry that I've loved for many years. It's been a an integral part of my life. Um, on a personal level, it started as an adolescent with a fascination of fitness, uh, nutritional uh, supplementation. It was, it's been something that I've been uh, just a hobby or a, a core interest from very early in my life. Um, approximately 39 years ago, I, I started working out in health clubs and I have continued that practice to the day. And it's it's just a huge, hugely important part of, of my life in, in multiple ways. And I think it's made a big impact. So personally, it's it's important to me. On a professional level, I I entered the uh, the inter- industry. Uh, I, perhaps it was a personal crisis. I, I don't know for sure what the impetus was, but uh, I was a partner in a manufacturing facility I'd started. Um, and it was very successful. We were growing and and but what I found was after every day of working diligently to grow and expand the business, I'd come home each night and I'd read books on health and fitness and nutrition and supplementation and read all the magazines. And I'd pour over all this because it was so interesting to me and so fascinating. It really, it really juiced me up. I, I had you know such an interest in it. And I reached that point where I'm like, why is my career so divergent from what really makes a difference to me? What the, what, really matters to me. And I, if I continue down this path, I'll never have an opportunity to change. So I, I sold out my ownership in the manufacturing facility and started started opening GNC franchises. Now, this was a long time ago before the internet. And that was back when you could actually make money selling supplements. <laughs> so uh, it was a, and it was a tremendous experience. I opened multiple locations. My first location was franchise of the year. I was uh, awarded the first Superstore prototype to any franchisee after that, and that was a tremendous success. And uh, I learned so much and, and, and enjoyed the process. But after a few years, what I realized is, and what we all know is supplementation is just a small part of a healthy lifestyle, right? There's right. so much more to it. And, and in that venue, people would come in and just ask for a pill or a powder that would do this for them, do that for them. They look for that magic bullet. I didn't really have a, a means of giving nutritional guidance, exercise guidance, providing all the tools to help change people's lives. So uh, <laughs> as a result, I made a major decision, sold uh, sold the facilities, sold all my, my clubs, I mean, all my clubs, all my uh, stores, uh, and purchased a health club. Uh, to say the club was ran down and in poor condition is no does not do it justice. It was <laughs> it was incredibly uh, let's use the word dilapidated. Let's say that. But I bought the building, the property. I knew that I had a good location and I had something I could build. 
Uh, and so after having, after shutting the business down for months and, and basically rebuilding the facility from the ground floor up, I reopened and quickly learned that uh, operating a fitness facility is not the easiest business in the world. And it was an incredibly challenging period of time. Like some people that entered, entered this industry, well, I've worked out for years. How hard could it be to open a club and operate a club? Well, I think most of us who've done that realize there's a big difference between working out in a club and operating a facility. And so mostly through stubbornness and trial and error and, uh, and making all the mistakes that could possibly be made but not giving up, I was somehow able to create a successful operation. Uh, we grew exponentially over the years and truly enjoyed the experience, loved making a difference in, in, in individuals' lives, changing their lives, improving the quality of their lives. It, it, was, uh, it was such a, an amazing time. Um, eventually, I had the opportunity to sell the facility after about 10 years. And at that point, uh, I was in a, in a place where, to some degree, owning that facility was wonderful, but it was also a, like a micro microcosm of the industry, if you would, right? You you felt trapped within those four walls. Um, hmm. It was difficult to get a broader perspective, to get a chance to be involved with the industry as a whole, at least for me, because I didn't have a lot of relationships as far as other operators. I didn't have a, people I could bounce ideas off of. I went to trade shows, I, I had, you know, the various conferences, and they were valuable. But I, I really desired to be involved in the industry on a more holistic level, on a, on a more a broader perspective, right? So when, at the time when I was when I sold the facility, I had the opportunity to go to, at the time it was ABC Financial, now it's ABC Fitness Solutions and run operations. So I, I moved to Little Rock, Arkansas and quickly became immersed in call centers and help desks and data entry and all these aspects uh, support role services that were critical to our, our client's success. Uh, and it was a learning experience, but quite honestly, it was far removed from health club operations and fitness in general. <laughs> right. It's a different aspect of, of our industry. And it's very, like I said, very important to like, see follow up, all the things that, that help clubs become successful. So after several years, I stepped away from ABC, attempted to leave the industry. I thought, well, let's allow this just to be my hobby. I'll pursue other opportunities um, and see where it leads. Well, I very quickly realized that uh, I think many of us in this industry have found this. Once you're involved with fitness and you become part of this industry, it's very difficult to leave. And I, I found myself missing it very mm -hmm. quickly. So I, I stepped back with ABC, but this time in a sales role. And this was uh, 10 and a half years ago or so. And this was an absolute wonderful experience. What it allowed me to do was, number one, it engage with leaders in, in health clubs all across North America on an ongoing basis. Under, listen to their challenges, what they were trying to accomplish, what they were trying to do in their facilities, what they needed, and hopefully find solutions for those. In addition, to, I had the opportunity to visit facilities all over North America and internationally, honestly. And it was such such a wonderful experience to be able to, you know, to fly in and, and hopefully get an early morning workout and see what they were doing, the systems they had in place, the programs they used, the equipment they were utilizing, and 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 then get to know the individuals that were operating and running these facilities and the processes and the systems they had in place. So that was just uh, 
that total immersion that I was looking for. And also that it, it, it really excited me to hopefully make an impact to, the, to these businesses in a positive way that if, if ABC offered services that, that would help their meet their needs, it was exciting to be able to implement those, right? So I did that for the last, uh, for I guess about 10 and a half years. And over that time, I eventually stepped into the role of vice president of sales, which allowed me to continue that process and, and meet with some unbelievable operations and, and large operations and international, you know, multi-club businesses. And there again, it just was, uh, it was so eye-opening and, 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 and such an educational process. And it was, it really helped me get a, a finger on the pulse of the industry, how it was evolving, the the, the, the trends that we could see become part of what we are we were offering our members and how our customers their needs were evolving and how our industry was adjusting to meet those needs so that leads me to now and my involvement with club solutions mastermind groups fantastic um so the mastermind groups uh talk about what they are and uh why they are needed okay um Mastermind groups in, in general, I mean, uh, have been around for years. And on a high level, it's it's a, a peer-to-peer a member mentoring group, if you would, uh, where the members, you know, get together and 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 work to solve problems and improve business practices for each other. It's an opportunity to create that little community where you can openly engage with people that are they're dealing with the same challenges and the same needs that you're experiencing on a day-to-day basis. So I've always been a huge proponent of any opportunity to, to build that community and mastermind groups, if you would, create a, a structure that allows you to do that in a very effective manner. So on a high level, that's, that's the whole mastermind concept. I think it was introduced by Napoleon Hill in his, in his yeah. book, Thinking Go Rich, which was many, many years ago, of course. Years ago, yeah. Right. And, and to me, with, with, with my experience as a club operator many years ago and entering an industry I did not have experience in and not have relationships with, the, the idea of having a, a group of mentors and peers that you could engage with on a regular basis with a goal of helping each other improve your businesses was so enticing and so interesting that that it just I just can't stress my personal belief in the concept. Very good. So you were named uh, the senior vice president for the Club Solutions Mastermind Groups. Um, what will your role be specifically? So what will you be doing? Well, part of that process is, is running this new division and, and overseeing the, the evolution of our, our services and the mastermind groups to growing the, the, uh, the, the membership, if you would, engaging with, with uh, leaders throughout the industry, club owners and, and key management and, and facilities around the country and internationally, and learning more about their needs. And if they're interested, getting, you know, getting them involved with the mastermind groups. Um, and initially, I, I'm also going to I'm also facilitating a, a few of the groups because I want to be totally immersed in the process and really, really understand and, and evaluate. And just like the members of our mastermind groups are trying to continually improve and involve their business practices, 
we will be doing the same with mastermind groups, right? We're, we're constantly looking for what do our our members, the group members of the mastermind groups need? What are what are they looking for? How can we assist and, and, and develop this tool to ensure their ongoing success? So I'll just be fully ingrained in that and, and doing what I've done, I've loved for years, working with key leaders and, and fitness facilities all over the country and, and, and finding ways to help them succeed. Got it. Now, I know there are other um, peer groups um, out there uh, in the industry. And so for our listeners who, you know, may be in one of those peer groups or may be interested in a peer group, uh, what's what's different about uh, what the Club Solutions Mastermind groups will be doing and why and why should someone join? Great question. Quite honestly, I don't necessarily believe in an either or scenario. I think that if uh, if somebody is a, is in a leadership position in a in a in an organization, they should take on that responsibility of being life lifelong learners, right, and continue looking to, for ways to improve the quality and the effectiveness of of their business. Um, so in that regards, I think Club Solutions is just a, an, an excellent venue. What I think sort of is unique to some degree, number one, obviously this is very, very, very specific to our industry, to the fitness industry. So I think the more specific that group is, the more focused it is, the more value each of the members can can receive. So having very specific groups associated with, associated with our industry and their roles within their organizations, extremely valuable. In addition to that, one of the things I, I truly appreciate is what Club Solutions bring to the table. I've had the privilege of, of obviously reading the magazine for many years, but in addition to attending many of the conferences, I, I'm well aware and have taken advantage of the, the, the incredible amount of business resources and best, best practices that Club Solutions has amassed over these years. And to have those resources available to the members to help accentuate and, and, and perhaps reinforce and and support that peer-to-peer adv- advice and guidance and, and and troubleshooting and problem solving, I think just really is unique for 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 the Club Solutions Mastermind Group and and perhaps just as irrelevant or maybe just as important or perhaps more important, the way it's structured allows this two important aspects to this. Number one, financially. It's it's doable, right? It, it's the 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 cost is within the reach of almost any operation out there. So it, I I'm excited about the fact that we're we're creating a service that that will that can be offered to any level, whether it's a small single facility or a international chain with with with, with hundreds of locations. So the cost is very very important to me. I mean, I, I want it to be uh, financially feasible for many operators, many different facilities. In addition, I love the concept of making it feasible and affordable as far as time management. Mm. It can often be challenging for 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 key staff members, leaders of an organization to step away and 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 spend you know on a regular basis spend time away from their days, you know, multiple days 
to fly somewhere and spend time and be away from their organization, that could be challenging to, to allow that time, especially on a consistent basis, on a regular ongoing basis. But to, to the way that we're, that this is structured so that, that these individuals just need to dedicate an hour every couple of weeks, totally focused, allows this, this to be able to be fit into uh, the busy lives we all have, right? To be able to be incorporated and not incorporated once a year or twice a year, but every two weeks. So you have that consistent feedback, consistent accountability, that consistency allows you to make those incremental changes and to get feedback on those changes and to bounce ideas off peers and to, and to have that constant evolution of your services. And that's what we all need to do. Right. And so that's a big part of what Club Solutions, what we've created with the mastermind groups that really excites me. Affordability, both financially on a money basis and, of course, on a time basis. We need to be able to fit this in our schedule, just like a good fitness routine, right? Somebody may get very motivated to change your lifestyle and they're going to work four out three hours a day and they're going to make that change. Was well, that sustainable? Typically not. Right. right. So right. they might have the best intentions in the world. They have all these great aspirations but they can't maintain that schedule. We need to create something that is that can be fit into our all of our busy lifestyles that can be done consistently for those long-term results we're all looking for. Now, you mentioned, I'm going to go back to something I heard you mention. You mentioned um, that this is for uh, people in leadership positions. I think, that, I think that was what you said, leadership positions or management positions. So, um, are there different types of leaders um, or management um, that this would apply to? In other words, because what I took you to mean is that there are going to be different types of groups depending on, um, you know, what your role or responsibility is. Can you can you talk more about that? Absolutely, and that's another extremely attractive part of of the mastermind groups concept. Uh, we have multiple roundtables built around an individual's role or perhaps their need of focus. So, for an example, we have an we have owner operator round uh, uh, mastermind groups, and those are uh, quite clearly for the owners or chief executives, the officers of of, of operations, right? So that, that group focuses on those areas that are most pertinent to that role. We also have mastermind groups built around the GM, the general manager, management, executive director, those those roles. They may not be the owner. They may not be the chief executive officer, but they're intimately involved with the running the operation on a day-to-day -day basis. Also, there's sales and marketing mastermind groups. And in today's world, many facilities have leaders in that sales slash marketing position. It's a critical compo component. I think nobody will argue the fact that the successful organizations put a significant amount of focus on sales and marketing, right? And they have unique needs. Now, while I'm on the topic of sales and marketing, they may be a, you know the, the sales manager of a facility. Or it may be the owner of a facility that really feels that that's where they need to focus, right? That's mm -hmm. where their real needs are. So even though their their position may be owner, uh, they may find that they they at, at this stage of their 
of their business, they want to focus a lot on that aspect. So they're going to be involved with a group that focuses on sales and marketing. And finally, there's the fitness and programming aspect. So those groups. And just like sales and marketing is critical, many, many operations out there also have a tremendous focus on personal training, small group training, group X, those areas that are so critical to the success of many facilities. So there again, there's unique needs associated with that role, with those responsibilities. Why not become involved with a group that focuses on those needs specifically? And to my point earlier about the affordability, because of there's, this is an affordable scenario and then the pricing is reasonable that most facilities can, can fit into their budget, it allows multiple individuals from one organization to be involved. What I love about this is so many times in the past as an operator, I found that I would go to a trade show and I'd spend days there and I'd collect a huge amount of literature. I'd bring back this huge bag of all these great ideas and I'd go to these seminars and take all these wonderful notes. I'd be so excited and so fired up. I'd go back to, to my club and I'd try to explain this and get this excitement and get everybody on board. But I had to, it all had to come from me because I was the one that was that went and I was the one that was bringing this back. And it, right. it, it created challenges. And I think we all are familiar with the, with, the, with the reality that when we get back to that facility or back to our business, we were bombarded by all the things waiting for us, right? All those those details that have to be addressed in our, our role in that organization. And what happens? We start putting out fires. We got to take care of that payroll. We, we have to fire that individual that isn't working out. We have to replace right. that individual, whatever the case may be. And we go from wanting and desiring to work on our business to going right back to working in our business. And then six months later, you look over by your desk and there's that big pile of literature and all those wonderful notes you take and you pick them up and you throw them in the trash. <laughs> right. So yeah. that's a long story. But the bottom line is, I, love, I number one, I love that consistent opportunity to meet on a regular basis. But I also am very excited about the idea of having multiple individuals involved. I do not, as the owner, the CEO, the the leader of a facility, I do not want everything to depend upon my involvement. I want my other leaders, my other management team members engaged, motivated, taking ownership of their their departments and working to develop those departments alongside me so that it's a group effort that we're all together working on this, this, this process. So that's a little Got bit it. about the different groups that are available. Well, that's good. And then my understanding is um, that you're forming uh, what I would call non-competitive groups, because I know that that may be a concern for for some operators out there. Um, is you know they don't necessarily want to be in a group with someone who's up the street. Is that is that correct? Is that how you yeah. going about forming yeah. it? Excellent point, Rico. And it's it's very important. We want these groups to be able to be totally open, sharing fully transparent with what's going on in their business, what's working, what's not working, where their needs are, where they're succeeding, where they're not succeeding. And in order to make that happen, you need to be in an environment where you're comfortable and you can share. And, and because of that, you need to be in an, uh, with other operations that are not direct competitors. The wonderful thing about our industry is it's it's very local, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you may you may have uh, several locations in a region of the country, but there's no impact if somebody's four states away. And so that allows us to bring people together that may have very similar operations, 
similar business models, but are not direct competitors. Right. Um, in, the, in the same token, keeping the size of these groups in a, in in the in my mind, there's a sweet uh, there's a sweet spot, right? Too small, you don't have enough input. You don't have people to bounce and uh, several people to bounce ideas off of, to get feedback from, to get uh, that sense of community where you can share with multiple individuals. But conversely, if it becomes too large, you don't have an opportunity to, to share your needs as much, right? You don't have to, to, to direct your specific concerns to the group. So our mastermind groups are going to be limited to up to 10 individuals per group. That gives you that that's that community, that's that small tribe, if you would, that you can become very engaged with and share all aspects of your business with, but still not result in a scenario that unless you want to have four-hour meetings, you'll never have a chance to tell tell the group on a regular basis what you're doing and get input on your needs. So that's another important aspect of what we're doing. Very good. Um, so the bottom line, you know, I I remember a guy I worked for a long time ago used to always say the bottom line is the bottom line. <laughs> he used to always <laughs> say that to me. And so, um, you know, can you, can you talk about how, um, and you have talked about it, but just talk more about how being in a mastermind group um, can impact the bottom line. Well, you know, I, I what I have seen repeatedly over the years, and I've had the opportunity to kind of observe from a distance over the last 10 and a half years, a lot of operations, is, is are the individuals that are the most successful, that are the most profitable, are individuals that are constantly evolving their their processes, their product, their services. They're looking, they're, they're lifelong learners that are not happy with status quo. Mm. And so to be in an organization that will allow you to, to get a broader perspective, to get feedback, to, to look at how others are doing things, provides a, a means of, of really dialing in your efforts and, 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 and with that accountability, ensuring you take action, ensuring that you don't allow those day-to-day fires that can be so distracting to stop you from doing what's most important long-term for your business. So in, in my mind, uh, you know, that comes to mind immediately is, is, is marketing. For an example, just use this as an example. Now, I didn't mention it, but I, I, my wife and I own a club now. Uh, I, I fully admit my wife is totally immersed in the day-to-day operations. I am not in any way whatsoever. I do love the fact that I have owners, you know, a, a facility and that perspective, I think really adds value and helps me relate to the people I work with on a regular basis. But when I owned a club 24 years ago, marketing then and marketing now, there's no similarities. Right. And, and, you know, 24 years ago was yellow pages, mailers, postcard mailing, and maybe a newspaper ad now and then. And the big decision each year was how big of a yellow page ad you're going to put in, right? In today's world with digital marketing and social media and all these different things that can that, that you can utilize and these tools that are available, there's a tremendous amount of, of knowledge required to use do that effectively. I do not like reinventing the wheel. I would much rather work with, talk to somebody that is, been there, have done it, have implemented it properly, and had results. I want bottom line results. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't care about vanity metrics. They call that a lot of times in the industry, right? Look how many impressions you had. Look how many people clicked on your ad. 
I want to know how many people signed up in my club because of that that spend, right? So if I can, through peer-to-peer engagement and feedback and hearing what's worked for others that are doing what I am doing, reduce the amount of trial and error, error and reduce the number of times that I, I throw as a, a decision maker in an organization, throw money at something that I think sounds good, but then I determine it really didn't generate results and impact our bottom line. The more I can make that process efficient, how dramatic is that to the bottom line? Okay. So I, I think every aspect of your business and, and, and related to that, you know, our industry, like many, is evolving constantly. Our customers, the members, their needs are evolving. What they look for, what they want is evolving. We have to continually analyze what we're providing and ensure we're aligned with what our customers are looking for. And if that alignment is, is solid and that's good, then that always impacts the bottom line. How do I get new members? How do I retain my existing members? How do I get my members to engage in the services that I provide at my facility? Ongoing guidance and, and, and insights from peers that are doing it throughout the country can help ensure that your effectiveness is exponentially better. And to tie that in with club solutions, you know, years of all these business resources and best practices and, and all the all the wonderful data that they've accumulated to help, you know, to help support and help refine that that information that the that the members are sharing. Uh, I don't see how it can impact all aspects of your business. Mm, that's good. Um, are there specific and you've mentioned several. Are there uh, specific takeaways that uh, members will receive from being in in a group? Well, yeah, it, yeah absolutely. And, 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 and you do want, you want deliverables, right? You want something that of value that you're, you're, you're gaining from any participation. And, and as I mentioned before, and I think this is, a, is, a, is an important part, uh, the facilitators that, that are, are leading these, these uh, mastermind groups, the incredible uh, amount of, of data that has been collected and best practices that Club Solutions, as I mentioned before, has amassed over the years, those that that information can be used and provided as takeaways that 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 the members of that group can then use to refine their processes and their practices and 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 to continue to evolve their services. So just just that uh, just that 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 the ability to tap into that information for all the members is tremendous. In addition, of course, I, I'm a huge fan of the the in-person events that Club Solutions puts on. There again, it offers an incredible opportunity for for uh, uh, engagement with others in the in the in, in the industry uh, for that one-on-one time for a chance to 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 really face to have face-to-face time and hopefully very soon have face-to-face time with others in the organization and. And, 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 and having that tie in with the mastermind groups and having the, those, those resources available, there's, there's tremendous value there. Very good. You, you, you mentioned face-to-face time, and um, that's a natural segue into our reality now, um, which is COVID-19. You know, it's been, I guess, with us uh, for 10 months or so, um, at least. Sometimes it seems okay. longer than that. Uh, so that's a, so that's a reality, right? That that we're all having to wrestle with. Operators are having to wrestle with. Um, club vendors are having to wrestle with. You know, 
Uh, we at Club Solutions obviously are having to to deal with that in different ways. Um, so that I'm sure for some people who may be interested, um, you know, can seem like a big hurdle in terms of hey, you know, Bob, I'm just I'm just trying to uh, survive right now. I just want to make sure that we stay open. Um, you know, now may not be the best time to to join a mastermind group. Why would what would you say to that person who's thinking about it, but you know they're dealing with COVID nineteen as to why is now a good time? Uh, your question brings up a couple points. Number one, our biweekly meetings are virtual. That allows them to be much more affordable, allows them to be easier to fit into your schedule, eliminates the need for expensive and, and time-consuming travel. So I think that's an important com component here. And also in today's world, it becomes a necessity. But uh, to answer your question specifically about COVID, um, and I have experienced this on, on, on a level like all the rest of us in this industry has, and it's been uh, an interesting time to say the least. But so an interesting, an interesting uh, phenomenon or, that I have observed over the years because of my position in the industry, Rico, that, that I found fascinating, and it kind of correlates with your question here, so allow me to digress slightly. Over, you know, in any time, whether the economy is good or bad, whether we're having a national crisis or not, I have seen across the industry facilities that have thrived and have continued to grow and have succeeded no matter what adversity they have they are impacted by in the same time in the same situation i've seen facilities that have been crushed by these well i don't know of any time other than more so that it's reflected than now what COVID has done is it's is it's forced our the consumer to modify their habits drastically in a very short period of time. So our members' needs have evolved. As operators, we have to evolve our business practices. There's two scenarios, right? You know, you can hunker down. You can say, I'm just going to try to ride this out and survive. Or you can take proactive action. You can determine what you need to do, not just to survive, but to analyze the changes to determine what needs to be changed to address and and compensate for for the change it, it happens all the time anyway and it's slower maybe less obvious to us but there is constantly an evolution of what we're providing our, our members and what our members are looking for covid just put it under a microscope and accelerated it a hundredfold mm -hmm. so i have seen over the years in the same communities uh, similar demographics, similar business models, customers of mine, one explained to me how in their market, their members are different. It's the economy's terrible in their city. It's nobody's joining facilities. Members don't want to spend money. Members will not pay for personal training. They just, they don't have the, the money. They don't see the value. And I'll, and of course, I, I, I can appreciate and understand their challenges, but what they're expressing is all these things are out of my control. There's nothing I can do. I'm just trying to survive. Now, what's fascinating is I'll have another client or I had another client, let's say, in, in, in that same community, basically with the same service. Under those same circumstances, they're thriving, they're growing, they're expanding. But what are they doing? 
they're evolving. They're understanding their market, the market they're servicing have special needs, has special requirements, and they're ensuring they're taking a proactive steps to meet those needs, to address it, to not set back and be a victim, but to evolve what they're providing to ensure they not only survive, but thrive. Well, this is the same, this is the situation we're going through right now. It's difficult, it's challenging. And there's some scenarios where I don't care what you do, it's very, very, it's a very challenging situation. And I, I, I don't want to lessen this. I don't want to ever dismiss somebody that's that's went through this, that has a facility that's looking, that has, that has no choice but to just make difficult decisions. And I appreciate that. But we need to take ownership and understand there are things we can do, steps we can take to change and and evolve and ensure that we don't not only survive, that we that we get through the shutdowns and get through the, the consumer concerns and fears and we get to the other side of this stronger, better, more profitable with actually a better offering. And, you know, a small part of that, I mean, we see a lot of facilities offering a virtual component to their business when they're during the shutdown that they now have continued that their state has opened up, right? And now all of a sudden right. it's something that they, they have an additional income stream, revenue stream, their, their members uh, appreciate it. They value it. It gives them a way to service their members in a broader, broader way. It gives them more uh, touch points with their members, both inside and outside of the facilities. So now more than ever, we have to be ready to engage, to be proactive, to look at ways to, to, to really evolve what we do to ensure that we we are the right solution that our members are looking for. So if anything, now is more important than ever to be involved with a mastermind group. Mm, that's good. Okay. So if, if someone's interested, uh, what's, what's the process? Uh, I don't know. I mean, can they just, you know, uh, sign up and join or like what, what is, can you talk about the process of actually getting plugged into a group, how that, how that will work? Absolutely. Um, you know, there is an application on the Club Solutions website. That's clubsolutionsmagazine.com. If if somebody's interested in joining, would like to go online and fill an application, that would be the first step. The application really, what it allows us to do, allows the interested leader from an organization to do, is to ex explain to us exactly where they're at, what type of facility they operate, where their current needs are, what they're trying to accomplish, what they're looking to to uh, get out of uh, uh, being involved with a mastermind group. That allows us to analyze that and to ensure that we are a good solution, that we can impact this business and to make sure we're something that can help this and we're a good fit for them, they're a good fit for us, right? And so that application is a first step. And then, uh, of course, in addition to that, anybody who's that's listening, who's interested in, in learning more about it, maybe just curious, uh, I'm, I would be more than happy to talk about this to, to anyone and they can reach out to me personally and we have a conversation and, and, and kind of analyze where they're at and what they're trying to accomplish and make sure this is something that they can they can they can can and implement and really get the most out of it and, and just like anything else you get what you put in and if they're the individual that's ready to put in the effort and and engage and give feedback and receive feedback and evolve and take steps and and, and actually change is not comfortable. Nobody likes change. Nobody wants them to 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 change the the standard routine that they're used to. 
But if they're the type of individual that knows they need to do this to be continue to be competitive, to continue to succeed, to to improve their profitability, to improve their success levels, then I'll be, you know, that's what the conversation is all about. Now, if if they find that this is a good fit for them, that we feel and we feel that we can really help them, then the next step would be finding a, a mastermind group we could plug them into the right group depending on what their needs are and if there's room in an existing group or if we're forming a new group that we can make them a part of. Bob, Bob would you share your contact information with our listeners so they can contact you uh, directly if they have questions or if they have interest? Absolutely. Uh, my uh, email is bob at peakmedia.com. So uh, that's always, I always reach, you can always reach me via email. Uh, my direct line is 937-751-2201. And uh, there again, I'm, 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 I'm always welcome and enjoy the opportunity to, to discuss the industry in whole and, and what mastermind groups are doing and, and specifically with anybody that is curious or would like more information or just understand this, this whole process better. Very good. I will mention, uh, because it, it happens a lot, peak is misspelled. We we spell it kind of funny. So um, Bob, which um, is pretty easy to spell, uh, at Peak Media. Peak is P-E-A-K-E media.com. So it's like Mountain Peak, but another E after the, after the K, um, if you want to contact Bob. So um, well, Bob, well, thanks for joining me on the podcast today. It was great spending time with you and getting to learn uh, more about your history, um, which I learned some stuff today in your new role. And uh, I certainly wish you continued success in the future. Rico, it's been a pleasure. Um, I can't express enough how excited I am about the mastermind groups. Uh, the opportunity that I b- truly believe that we have to to really make a difference in our industry. And so uh, I appreciate this time. It's been a pleasure and, and very excited about where this all goes. Thanks, Bob. Thank you, sir.